Welcome to Clean Thought with Andrew and Nad. We are in season two, and this is episode number four. So far, we're really enjoying this season of podcasting with everyone. Of course, we've had some guests. The last time we had an evangelist, Joe Zerpoli, and that was a really good episode about prayer. If you haven't listened to it, go check it out. And of course, our friend David. Those episodes were amazing about overcoming burnout. I am really excited about the content we're putting out there. I'm just really, you know, feel fulfilled about what we're doing, Nad and I, together. How do you feel about it? This has been uh, very interesting for me. I'm learning a lot of new things. I am getting different perspectives, which is always interesting for me. And I'm happy that we have an opportunity to work toward something that can help other people. That's the main goal. I'm really looking forward to hear feedbacks from people if they think if they want to hear about a different topic, if they want to hear about a certain subject, or if the things we have mentioned in the podcast was helpful to them, please reach out. Let us know. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be helpful. Well, today we have a special guest. And it is my son. We're sitting here with a cup of coffee, or at least I am. And we have Isaiah on the show with us. And we're going to just hear about his perspective. But before we begin, why don't you say what's up to everybody, Isaiah? What's up, people around the world? (laughs) Well, I I was looking forward to this episode, to this certain guest for a very long time. I'm very happy we're having this conversation. I am his dad. I will say he is a very unique child. Most of the time he gets on my nerves, but I mean, this is normal parenting. But there's other, I will say he makes me proud. He really does make me proud. He's a very sensitive person. And when it comes to things in the spirit, in the church, it moves of God. He's right there in the middle of it. And he's not afraid to pray, so... Uh, and he's not afraid to help someone else pray. So I wanted to say I'm very proud of him. He's, um, well, let's talk to him, though. Enough about what I think. Let's talk to him. Uh, Nad has some questions. I'm going to ask some very basic questions, just like a regular interview. But Isaiah, why don't you tell us about yourself? How old are you? Nine. You're nine. I, I mean, eight. <laughs> You're almost nine. It's okay. Almost. <laughs> same thing. Same thing. He's nine. He's eight and like five eighths, I guess you could say, if you're talking about inches. It's only a couple of weeks away from his ninth birthday. Happy birthday in advance. Where are you from, Isaiah? America. <laughs> if you, if the listener can't tell, he has more of a Texan accent than I do. <laughs> Interesting. Well, we're we're from Texas. Isaiah uh, has a few hobbies, but what's your favorite thing that you like doing? I like running outside. I like uh, going outside and out in the sun, doing all kinds of stuff. You like playing outside. What else do you like? I like to ride things, and I like to... <laughs> Sometimes play inside with Legos or my Nintendo Switch. Your Nintendo Switch. 
Yeah. Which is the main thing he does. <laughs> What's your favorite game on Nintendo? Um, definitely uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, that would be Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, which the sequel is coming out pretty soon. Yeah. Shout out to Zelda. A uh, really cool game. I I have a problem yeah. playing this game too. It's so much fun. Good. Well, we have been living in the Middle East. And so uh, Nat has prepared some questions for Isaiah. I want to tell you, though, that our goal, our intention, is maybe to get a perspective from the child who has moved from his home to live in the Middle East. <laughs> so maybe it helps someone, maybe not just people who are going to the Middle East, but maybe it helps a parent who is wondering, how is my kid going to handle leaving home and to do a work for God in another country? Yeah. So hopefully his response is, maybe you can get an idea of how your kid or child will handle, or maybe this will hopefully encourage you to do the to do the will of God and the call of God for your life, but go ahead, Dad. <laughs> well, certainly, is a unique young man, a unique gentleman. Uh, I actually remember the first time we met. Do you remember that? Not exactly. I re- <laughs> I introduced myself as Nat on the podcast before we meet in person. Uh, yeah. So. You have been in Middle East. How do you feel? Um, I feel kind of sad, and I miss my grandparents. Uh, what would be the first thing you would do when you get back to them? Well, I would eat as much Mexican food as I could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mexican food isn't the best asset in Middle East, is it? No. No. You know, they try. Yeah, they try really hard, but they fell really hard. Honest, I love this. But Texas has the best. Yeah. Tex-Mex, Mexican food, whatever you call it, Mm -hmm. it's the best. So, Brother Isaiah, I have a question. You have spent some time in Middle East now. I want to first talk about how your day, not a normal day, a Monday, Tuesday, was when you were back in U.S. What would you do in one day? Well, so I would probably wait for my mom to go brush breakfast, and then uh, after that, I would maybe go play outside. Nice. That sounds like a good day. Do you go to school, Isaiah? I am homeschooled. So that might answer a question for a lot of people out there. <laughs> You know, usually a typical day for a child. Well, when I was a kid, we woke up and had to go to school. So, but Isaiah is homeschooled, so he has a lot, a lot more freedom with what he does. When you were in America, how often would you go to services, to church meetings? For a long time, while we were in a city called Winnie. We would usually go to church on Thursdays, and then on Sundays, we would go again. But after a while, uh, when it, after we had almost enough money, we started going, or whenever we were evangelizing, we started going to the Walmart Church, and we went there Wednesdays, and then went to the Winnie Church on Sundays, right? 
No, when we evangelized, we were everywhere. Oh, yeah. We were all over the place. Sometimes we'd have service on Sunday mm-hmm. morning, Sunday night, sometimes Wednesday, sometimes Tuesday, depending yeah. on the places we were scheduled. So now let's talk about how you spend your day in Middle East. Um, usually we just stay inside all day. <laughs> ouch, ouch. What do you do first thing in the morning? I would obviously get up. And first thing I would do is play video games again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> first thing. Of course. I have witnessed that. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> it's okay to be honest. Yeah. And how often do you go to services here? We just... Well, we do go on Wednesdays now mm-hmm. and Sundays. So back in U.S., you used to go to services with your dad, of course. You yeah. used to spend time in the service. But how are services in here and there? How are the church services different? Are they're, they different at all? Yes, they're a lot more different. Um, the Of course... The words, because the churches um, full of, well, everybody. Mm-hmm. And we usually use Finglish for our words. Okay. And in America, we um, sometimes we use only English. What about so, the music and stuff? Is there anything different? Is there? Oh, yeah. Well, um... There's not really anything different than that because, well, it's just music. Okay. That's things. Sorry. No, I I was just saying that that's really glad to hear that. The worship is the same. Hallelujah. Back in U.S., what would you do in a church service that you cannot do? You cannot do it in here. Well, um, I would... I can't understand the words, so um, usually I would just go up in the front, the very front of the church, and just worship. But here, it's different. I'm just, yeah. Why is it different? I don't know. Uh, no. There's not really a lot of space in this, the, the church here. You don't have big saloons or... Yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah, usually, you know, there's like a worship area. So Mm -hmm. most churches want this to be big, a big Mm -hmm. area just for people to come up front to worship, to lift their hands, to dance, whatever they feel like doing. So it's just one small difference, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. That's a very interesting difference. Now, let me ask a little personal question. Have you made any friends in here? Um, I did make a couple of friends, but I only kind of make friends at the park. I make the most friends at the park, not at the church, because there's barely any children, children there. But I've already made friends with almost all the people in in the church. Well, I made friends in a different city, and they're um, they're really nice friends. And 
We usually hang out during while we're at a restaurant eating, and we usually hang out together and sit by each other, do all kinds of stuff, talk together. Uh, you were in road trips in U.S., and you actually have been on a road church road trips in here too.、Mm-hmm. How does that feel? Well, here we usually only bring one extra person, or sometimes two extra people. And in America, we bring a whole bus full of people. Sometimes we'll bring a whole bus of full full of people. It's really different. And how how does that feel? Having a full bus of people with you, or having just one to two person? I feel safer with a whole bus of people.、And、safer, okay.、Yeah. <laughs> so,、hmm. brother Isaiah, you have been through how many months in here now? Nine months, close to nine. Wow. In this nine months、uh, today, right now, is there something that you want to do but you can't because of the place? Um, I want to go play outside, but usually Sunday is our day to just rest at home,、mm-hmm. take a break、mm-hmm. from every day of the week. Okay, nice. You know,、uh, I want to chime in. There's not a lot of like grass area. So I don't know if this is true for all the Middle East, but where we are, there's not a lot of grass area.、Mm-hmm. So to go outside, you plan to have to go, you know, plan to go to the park or something. What's some things you did outside in America? I did chase a lot of things. I I usually helped work outside with my grandfather. Chased、sometimes. a lot of things. Yeah, chase chickens. <laughs> I, <laughs> Okay. His muffy would be proud.、Yeah. What else did you do outside? Um, I I did usually ride my f- four wheeler. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yep. He has a four wheeler just his size for him. Yeah, and it's only mine. That's nice.、Uh, another question: What is some, is there anything that you can do here, but you wouldn't be able to in U.S. We don't go to a big park usually in America, because you know we have a grassland right in front of us. Yeah, we don't. We don't have to go to a park. We、yeah. do go to parks in America, but yeah, you don't have to. And we don't. Well, everything is so spread apart, right?、Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, in America, you're in a, you live in the middle of nowhere. To go to the park, <laughs> you have to plan, right? Yeah. Drive a long way. What's something cool that we've done here that That you really liked. It's something that made me scared and was really exciting. We went to a telephetic. Oh yeah, okay. A cable car. <laughs> yeah, cable car. So where did the cable car go? It went from this small mountain where we arrived up this big mountain for like ten minutes. And then finally got there. I remember you had a little accident going up there, didn't you? Like it、oh. stopped. Oh, yeah, it did stop. <laughs> it did stop for a second. It must have been because somebody was trying to get on the thing and they missed it, and they just stopped it for a second. That's scary.、Right? Yeah, it was scary. Very、uh, scary. 
Another thing I wanted to ask you about that is kind of ridiculous, but how about Internet Cafe? Internet Cafe that you can go and play just LAN parties with people. Did you try those? Uh, the gaming places. Oh, yeah, I have. How are those? The, they were it? pretty They were pretty fun. So, that was very interesting. I I'm glad to hear your experience, although it sounded a little bit, you still miss your grandparents and a little bit sadness. So I bet you're excited to go back. Yeah, really excited. Really excited to see all, all my cousins again and have crawfish once again. Ooh, crawfish. Yeah, my favorite crawfish from my uncle. Nice, very good. Um, I'm going to ask him a question, Isaac. Why do you think we came to the Middle East? Ugh. Because God called us here. God called us to come help the nation here. What do you think about that? I think, I think like I should do it. I think I should do the will of God. Man, strong. Okay. What is your part in this coming to the Middle East? Um, my part is to listen and maybe help friends, maybe sometimes help friends get the Holy Ghost whenever they want to. Um, because whenever Brother Hall was here in a different city, I I had a friend that almost got the Holy Ghost, and I, w- I went to go help. How did you help him? What were you doing? I was praying with him, hmm. encouraging him. I remember in my city you even helped worship with the bishop. Yeah. That was amazing, man. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, after we go back to America, are you excited about coming back here? Mm. Or is it too early to say? It it might be too early to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that on another podcast. What if? But you're willing to do what God says, huh? Yes. That's all that matters. Yes. And But honestly, your sacrifice was huge. Mm-hmm. Brother yeah. Isaiah. You've been through a lot. Missing grandparents. <laughs> missing all the toys every day. My Lord. <laughs> they don't even really have my favorite toys. They don't have the real toys. <laughs> like, for for example, Beyblades. They have fake, only fake Beyblades here. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's true. Yeah. Uh. This is way past my age. I don't know really what you're talking about. <laughs> it's this, these spinning tops, they spin and then mm-hmm. they battle each other. Yeah. Nice. We got into them in America. I got introduced to them by some kid when I was a student pastor. And I he gave me one. And then, <laughs> and then me and Isaiah started collecting more and more of them and battling them and stuff. Really fun game. It's really fun. Thank you for coming. I'm done with my questions, honestly. Okay. Maybe we can end <laughs> one with one thing. One more question for Isaiah, okay? Okay. And we can end with this. So, if you were going to talk to someone else your age, their parents and them were coming to do a work for God in another country, what would you tell those kids? I would tell them. You should you should help your parents because you could probably end up in a different place and be a, a really special kid for the world. Mm. 
Amen. Man, it's very good. And what would you suggest them to bring with themselves? Maybe their Bible. Is that all? <laughs> and maybe some uh, entertainment. Yeah. Or maybe like a phone to contact their grandparents if they miss them. What did you bring with you that helped you get through? Um, well, I, I did bring anything besides Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Oh, okay. My stuffed animals. Um. My my little plushes. <laughs> <laughs> Not to help me sleep. To play. To play with. Yeah. He's got somewhat of a collection. What characters do you have? I have Sonic the Hedgehog, Tells the Fox, and Amy Rose. And a lot of different ones. A lot of different ones. Mario and and Link from The Legend of Zelda. Yep. I only have and, seen your Lego sets and Switch. Yeah, <laughs> you're correct. Yeah, I do have um, Legos that I bought here, but I didn't bring any really. To, I didn't bring any to this country. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you're if you're a student or a kid out there, or a parent of a kid, I don't know if anything that Isaiah said helps you. Or encourages you. The reality is that there are challenges to moving your family to another country, especially to live for an extended period of time. But as Isaiah said, if it's the will of God and you know God has called you there, then your child can make a difference in the world. Amen. So hopefully this encourages a parent or a family that is going to sh- maybe struggle with this. I've heard some and I'm not one. I don't want to throw stones or judgment or anything. Uh, I just heard comments like, well, I'm going to wait until my kid graduates or I'm going to wait until my child, you know, grows up a little bit. And I totally understand. And I, so I am not saying anything against that person. I totally get it. But at the same time, I will say that when it comes to the will of God and the call of God, your kids can handle a lot more than you think. Yeah. Amen. Don't you think so, Isaiah? Yeah, I do. It's been hard, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, harder than just a little small trip for one month. Yeah. But would you say it's worth it? It's worth it. Definitely <laughs> worth it. <laughs> to please God. There you go. Before we finish, do you have a very fun memory? Something that some fun thing that you you want to share too? Um, well, in the U.S., we went to this park while we were evangelizing, mm-hmm. and we it was this really big park, and it was really fun there. We had this huge boat and this really big tower. Taller than 20 feet, 20 feet. It's a park in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. It is absolutely amazing. Even yeah. me as an adult, I was enjoying that park. And there was this like silver slide and that we went on and we slid on the ground. We slipped off the thing and we slid on the ground. It was really fun. Shout out to our friends in Oklahoma. 
We love you guys. Anything else? Nothing really that I want to say. What do you think? What do you think you'll do when you get older? I think I'll start making my own life and living for God by myself. <laughs> Hallelujah. Talk gentleman. <laughs> I don't I don't really know about my sister. <laughs> what she's gonna do. <laughs> Let's leave her out of this. Yeah. Okay. She Yeah, she hasn't started seeking the Lord quite no. yet. She's still living in her carnality. And there's a couple of my friends that have received <laughs> there's a couple of my friend, friends that have received the Holy Ghost. And what some of them are my closest friends. Somebody like my friend named Preston. Yep. He's a really good person that I like. Now. Shout out to the Baker family. Yeah. I love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> if they even listen to this, hopefully they do. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, after like missionary kids, pastor kids been mentioned before we wanted to get the experience on point. And I'm thankful brother Isaiah was willing to help us. Thank you. Anything else you want to say as we finish? Well, if if you're a missionary like me, a missionary kid, then you should do a lot of things in the help and please God. Amen. Amen. Well, as you can tell, this kid's special. So <laughs> you know, God's hand is upon him. There's no telling what's going to happen in the future no telling. with Isaiah. But we'll appreciate all of our listeners. Thank you so much for your support and looking forward to all the future episodes that we have coming. Hopefully everyone out there is enjoying our podcast. If you are, leave us a review, share with us what you have in, you know, share with us a review, share with us, share with us what you liked about the podcast. Um, Please share it with your friends. Appreciate everyone's support and with Clean Thought. This is Clean Thought with Andrew and Nad. See y'all next week.